0: So last week, we kicked off a five-week capital campaign called Be the Light. And if you were here, you received a packet of information that looks like this. And if you received that, I just really encourage you to read it through, to pray unto God what he would desire you to do at this time financially during this capital campaign. Obviously, if you weren't here last week, you weren't able to pick up the packet Uh, I have two options for you. One option is you can stop by the office during the week, and I will be here between 10 and 4.30 and can give you a packet personally. Otherwise, you can go onto our website, go onto our homepage, and just scroll down to where you see the graphic be the light, and then just click on the information and read it through. And so please uh, do that at this time or later in the day. Now, last week when we started this series, Be the Light, we started out talking about our name. That as Christ followers, when we follow Jesus, he gives us a new name. He now says that we are the light of the world. Light has influence over darkness. And this is New Hope's desire in East Central Minnesota, that we would be light in darkness. And so last week, we talked about our name. We are now called Light. But this week, I want us to talk about our location, our location. I grew up outside of Milwaukee, and there was a prominent hill called Holy Hill. The reason it was called Holy Hill is because on top, it had a monastery. And for miles around, when you traveled, you could see Holy Hill. You could see this monastery lit up. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I don't know about you, but when we've traveled to Florida or we've traveled out towards Colorado, there's a couple states that are a little brutal to get through, right? For us, it was always Illinois, the long length of Illinois heading to Florida, and it was the long length of Nebraska heading out towards Colorado. And you find yourself driving in hours of what? Darkness. And as you're driving and you see this glow up ahead and you recognize that it is a city, you start to get excited Because you're starting to recognize that there is light, that there is life there. And as you get closer, it becomes more and more, when you fly, we were just down in Florida a few weeks back, and when we were flying home at night, as you were looking out the window, you could pick out, obviously, the cities down below, because there were multiple lights together. When you see a city on a hill, when you see a city with multiple lights, it tells you that there are resources there. It tells you that there is protection there. It tells you that there are people there who are together. And you find hope when you're traveling for hours at night and you see a city you recognize. Good. Because I need gas, right? I remember prior to moving to Minnesota, my wife Sherry and I actually were living in the Amazon jungle for the summer before we moved up to Minnesota. We were there with another couple and we took 20 students with us. In order for us to get to where we were going to live with the Pacus Novus Indians, we had to travel up a small tributary off the Amazon River. And we started out during the day, and we were challenged right away because the Indian tribe we were going to serve didn't send enough Indians down to take us up in the boats, drive the boats. And so we had to have a couple different high schoolers drive a boat up, including myself driving one. And so when we left... It was daylight, but because it was longer than we had determined, we found ourselves in the middle of the Amazon jungle, in this small tributary, going upriver on five different boats. The engines had broken down a couple times. We had to fix them by straddling boats because there were red eyes along the embankments, and it was not a pretty sight. And so we continued to travel, recognizing that we had to get off the river. And at one moment, up ahead, we saw lights. And as we got closer, we saw more lights. And there was a tribe there along the river who had a city, a village, and they allowed us to stay the night, the 24 of us. And when we saw it, there was this incredible hope because we knew there was protection there. We knew there were resources there. We knew there were people there. In Matthew 5.14, Jesus says this, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. No one after lighting a lamp covers it with a jar or puts it under a bowl, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter May see the light. And so, what Jesus is saying to us is that as a location, as a people, we are to be seen by others. Matthew 5 14a, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. We together as a church are to be this city on a hill, light together. It's to be seen. And it's to be seen different than the darkness in the world. In Ephesians 5, 9, it says, For the fruit of the light consists of what? It consists of goodness, righteousness, and truth. And so as light, we're to be seen as goodness, as people of righteousness, as people who speak truth. As light, we are to be seen as people who have faith in our God, And not walk in fear. Isaiah 41.10, God says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right arm. And so God is with us. We see that light is supposed to be a different character than darkness. And so we as Christ followers are to live differently than the world around us in our character and what we portray. In Galatians 5, 23, it says because we have the Holy Spirit in us, we now have the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of love, of joy as a people, of kindness, of peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, and self Control. That is what we are to portray. We are this light in darkness, and we are to be seen as different. In Acts chapter 13, 47, the disciples are called to go past just bringing the good news of Jesus to the Jewish nation, to also the Gentiles, meaning you and I. It says in Acts 13, for this the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. And that is the call to us as light, as a city on the hill. We are called to bring salvation to east central Minnesota. That is our call. God calls us to be a people of light that live radically different than the world, but yet, at the same time, radically identify with the world. We live differently, but yet we know what is going on in our world, and we are living among it. Today's situation, where we're at right now in the world is a reminder to us that we are not fully in control of everyday life. That there is a God and we are not him. And that it is critical for his church, you and I, to remain as light in darkness, the hope of the world. Together, together, we are a city on a hill in east-central Minnesota. I love this quote from the book, *UnChristian*. Let me read it to you. Being light demands two things. We practice purity in the midst of a fallen world, and yet we live in proximity to the fallen world. If you don't hold up both truths in tension, you invariably become useless and separated from the world God loves. For example, if you only practice purity apart from proximity to the culture, you inevitably become pietistic, separatists, and you become conceited. So living in a holy manner, you become indistinguishable from the fallen culture And useless in God's kingdom. And so God calls us light. He calls us to be a city on a hill. Why? Because we are to be seen. We are to be obviously different than the world around us, than darkness. And so, secondly, how are we seen? In Matthew 5, 14b, it says, Now, no one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar or puts it under a bowl, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. How do those around us see us? I mean, do they see us as a light in darkness? So, if I asked your neighbors what kind of Christ follower you are, what would they say? Would they even say, well, I don't even know them. I don't even know them. Do we even know our neighbors? If I asked your coworkers what kind of Christ follower you are, what would they say? Well, he's self-righteous, right all the time, prideful, or he has a servant heart. He's always looking out not for his own interest, but the interest of others. He has kindness in his words. If I asked your family what kind of Christ follower you are, are you different at home than you are when you're amongst the church on a Sunday? Now, honestly, I'll tell you that this is my number one thing I need to pay attention to, that I am consistent in wherever I am in life, right? Right? I have to always ask myself, wherever I am, am I who I am in Jesus as light in darkness? And honestly, sometimes at home, and hopefully it's just not me, sometimes at home, it's most difficult to be most consistent with that. But if I asked your tax person what kind of Christ follower you are, would they say, boy, ethical or eh, fudging? If I asked your customers what kind of Christ follower you are, would it be, boy, a servant heart and fair? Or, well, maybe a little deceiving and out for themselves. And what if I asked your friends what kind of Christ follower you are? Would they even know that you are a Christ follower? Do they see you as light? Do they see me? As light as well. Because all these questions I just asked of you, I need to ask of myself as well. You see, the hardest thing for us to do is to see ourselves as other people see us. And so when Jesus calls us to be this city on a hill to be seen, we have to pause and we have to ask ourselves. How am I seen? How am I being seen by those around me? And so Jesus calls us to be seen. We as individuals, we as the church as a whole, have a new name. We're called light. But we also have a new location, We are together a city on a hill. And how is it East Central sees us? But in order for them to see Jesus in us, we need to stay and remain in him. It's very much like the lights that are shining on me now. In order for them to stay light and lit, they need to be connected to their source of being light, and that is electricity. In order for us to reflect Jesus, we need to remain and stay in relationship with him. To be light and darkness as a person and as a people, we must stay in Jesus. If I don't, then all I end up doing is reflecting to other people, myself, Bill Berg. And God calls me and my desire is to reflect Jesus and not myself. In John eight twelve, Jesus says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So he says, if you follow me, you will have the light of life. You will reflect to others light. You will reflect me unto others. Los Angeles pastor Erwin McManus says this, the church does not exist for us. We are the church and we exist for the world. Did you get that? The church does not exist for us. We are the church, and the church exists for the world. New Hope is the light of the world. You are the light of the world. We are called to be the light in east central Minnesota, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. And in this, we bring impact to those in East Central Minnesota. And so I want to share with you how we as light and how we as a city on a hill bring impact to individuals who walk through our doors. And so I want to share with you this New Hope Life story, this video. So let's watch.
1: Hi, my name is Paul Ruprecht. My wife, Melanie, and I live in North Branch.
2: We have three children. My husband and I have a 12-year-old son, Santino, an 8-year-old daughter, Amelia, and an 11-month-old daughter, June.
1: So since I was young, um, I grew up in a Catholic household. Um, We had always gone to church religiously every Sunday, um, but we always just kind of went through the actions and it was never a personal thing with Jesus. And life got busy and uh, found myself filling up my schedule, chasing the dollar, you know, oh, I can't on Sunday, you know, I can't, I don't have time to go to church. I need to do this, need to do that. And I found myself just growing further and further away from the Lord.
2: We were uh, Episcopalian, but we moved around a lot when I was little. I'm an army brat. So um, we've been to Lutheran churches and Baptist churches and Episcopalian churches. We moved to North Dakota and I completely stopped going. Um, Years later, I had continued not to uh, attend any kind of church and I was pretty lost.
1: I found myself um, with a huge void. You know, just, I have this, I, I have money coming in, I have what on paper would seem, you know, to satisfy. Finally prayed what I would consider the first real prayer in my life. know talk to Jesus and said you know Lord I seem to have everything going for me but why am I so unhappy
2: what I've learned following Jesus is just that we were made to praise you're made to worship and there isn't anything that can replace it you can't replace it with money you can't replace it with physical things we can the more money I make the more I spend right the more things I have the more stuff that is around me but it doesn't make you happy.
1: I find myself now just craving going to that service and uh, on Sundays.
2: New Hope has been so important to our family. We have become such a better part of our community I feel like a better part of North Branch of Isani County
1: The role New Hope has played in my life has been just the epiphany of seeing how a church can become a community.
2: You know, we took a chance to go to a new church, not knowing anybody, and felt so welcome as part of that community. We are inviters now. We tell people about New Hope all the time. And, you know, I just, we want to go out into the world now and spread the message of new hope and, and of Jesus' hope.
0: This story from Paul and Melanie is a reminder to us on how critical it is that we maintain as light in the world, as we together maintain as a city on the hills in East Central Minnesota. And so as we go through this capital campaign, our desire is that we remain and we continue to move forward to establish ourselves as this city on a hill. And that is why we desire to build a new church facility in Isani that will put us in a greater position to serve the people of Isani and Isani County, East Central Minnesota, for generations to come. This isn't a time for us to dim our light, but to shine forth as people of light, as a city on a hill. And to do so in every aspect of our life, in how we pray, in how we keep our face before Jesus, in how we shine as light in darkness, and then as well as how we utilize our resources at this time. And so I'm asking you to look through the Capital Campaign information and to come before God and to ask him in prayer how he would like you to be involved financially for this campaign so that New Hope can continue to walk forth and to continue to be a city on a hill in east-central Minnesota. So thank you, New Hope Community Church, for being a city on a hill to those who are in darkness. Way to go. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you are our God and that we humble ourselves before you. And in doing so, you have called us light. You have called us individually and together to be this city on a hill. And Lord God, I pray that as a people, we would not shrink back during these times, but that we had put our hope and trust in you And that we would walk forth in wisdom and responsibility. We would walk forth in caring for those around us, loving our neighbors as ourselves. And Lord God, that we would continue to move forward your kingdom purpose. That everyone would know salvation in Jesus Christ and come into a relationship with you for this life and for eternity. And so thank you for the people of New Hope In your holy name, amen.